0: Welcome to Gaia's Voice. I'm Pepper Lewis. For the last 20 years, I've had the privilege of listening to our Earth speak directly through me in a process that is sometimes called channeling. Over centuries, our Earth has been called Gaia, an affectionate and friendly term that simply means life-giving. I hope you'll find Gaia's words as meaningful and direct as I have. Welcome to Gaia's Voice. travels, it exists, but it also understands that there is a two-way communication that is not present. This is what it awaits. It awaits the consciousness of other intersecting points in order to activate this one. Until then, it will be as if a semi-conscious being, sometimes of benefit, sometimes neutral, sometimes as if dormant, as if it cannot be awakened. And one will come to it and say, ah, look at the positive energy and the change in this area. And another one will say, I would not live there or cross that path for nothing. And it will shift this way for a time. In the case of this one, it will yet be approximately 20 years before it is all completely formed. Thank you. Is it near and dear to you?
1: Yes, because I've been there. and I was drawn there some years ago, and I didn't understand why.
0: Yes, and what is it that you have felt there?
1: Mystery, I guess, but I guess that was because nobody seemed to know anything about it.
0: But you knew. What did you know then? Think back to that moment.
1: Well... I got the information from a book so I knew that it was a, a major ley line intersection point and I assumed, I imagined I guess that it, there was some kind of energy portal there either on the input side or on the output side. Or and some did you kind of feel
0: vortex. it? Beyond what the book has said, did you feel it?
1: I don't really recall feeling much although I did meditate right on the very point that I thought it was.
0: And why did you think it was right there on that point, if you felt nothing? Why choose that point, then?
1: (laughs) I forgot to mention this. Um, There was a ring of trees surrounding that point.
0: Oh, let us hear of the ring of trees.
1: And the ring of trees uh, was not felt by animals or, well, perhaps by animals but definitely not by axes. Like, it was almost a perfect circle the first time I came there. And right in the middle were two trees. And I examined each of the trees that had fell down, and each one of them had no markings on them. No, like, beaver teeth markings, no axes, nothing. So that's how I knew it was exactly the spot. Plus, I was led there by... Certain visions and animals.
0: Ah, but you felt nothing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, uh,
0: the trees uh, spoke it was to you and responded. The animals led you there. The visions carried you there. A book spoke to you, but you felt nothing.
1: It was exciting. I'll, I'll admit that, but you know, it was a, just a peaceful place. Yes. It was very nice, but
0: but what do you believe ley lines are if they are not peaceful places? What did you believe would be there?
1: I have no idea what ley lines are and I'd really like to know.
0: Ah, indeed. (laughs) They are intersecting points by which communication is perfectly expressed, by which energy moves in all directions to other connecting points that bring wholeness. They are points at which the animal kingdom the plant kingdom, trees, humanity, and all that is nature recognize itself as whole and perfect. They are points that are mirror-like geometries. And they carry all of this energy of perfection, communication to all other points. And many of these are torn now. And so they must find new pathways. And that is why they are very important. Do you know why they are important to you?
1: No, I don't.
0: Because long and longer ago than you remember, you were part of a team that with great waves and energies of sound placed them there. And you tracked and tracked upon the earth to many such places and said, let there be power here. Let it be in my name. Let it be because I carry wisdom. Let it be because I care deeply for all that is. And so now there is still an interest in it, but it is not as associated with your life purpose now, but the remembrance of it exists in your cellular memory. Does that please you?
1: Yes, it does, it explains a lot. Thank you.
2: I just wanted to ask a question about the ley lines as well. Um, (laughs) Do they create physical illness running underneath the house if you're sleeping?
0: Generally, no because it is very difficult to build a house upon a ley line that is damaged. It seems as if it simply cannot be built. It would detract a buyer, it would detract a seller, something would happen to that house, it would not stay. And so more than likely not. But there are those that are not completely whole yet. And. As you see, there are places of very great energy upon the planet where the pyramids are placed and where Stonehenge is placed and such. You cannot simply build a home there. So most of these are protected as well. Now there are other very sacred sites upon the planet, and these will be rediscovered, but they are hidden for now so that they cannot be purchased or owned or claimed by another being or another country, but they will be revealed as sacred in the times that come as well.
2: Thank you. Gaia, based on your question of ley lines, would you address the ley lines that I have been told are like a... There's a confluence of ley lines underneath Edmonton. I've been told. Would you address this, whether this is so, and how that bodes for our our, our now and our future?
0: Have you heard it now? The question is surrounding the ley lines to do with particularly the city of Edmonton, your home city. The energies of each city have a particular flavor, almost as a fragrance. Each one supports those that live somewhat in the past, those that live in its present, and they begin to create a pattern for those that would create the city's future. Ley lines are not solid things. They are not as your highways and byways. Imagine them more as liquid lines of communication. Ley lines run underneath the earth and above the earth. There are some that are approximately 60 miles or so above the earth, There are some that are six to twelve feet beneath the earth and there are some that run approximately at the level of your knees and such. All of these as liquid light create patterns and geometries of communication. It is almost like a circuitry that is alive and as the consciousness of a city shifts and changes, the ley lines do as well. They move, they ignite passions, they reconverge as geometries do. So one cannot truly pinpoint all as it is, but we will say that those that are underneath presently are energies that invite potential. They are energies that would invite within you, within the beings here, a potential to be, to discover, to recreate, to reignite. And it is as well that which would allow the sleeping giant, to continue to sleep. There is a lulling energy to these ley lines. They lull to sleep. Those who wish to sleep, they lull to sleep. What you would term the sleeping giant called Earth changes for now. And they awaken the consciousness that desires to be potentially more what that may mean to you. So it is as if a tri-level configuration. Each city has its own. There are other cities, for instance, whose ley lines currently now say no. No matter what is the question, the answer is no, the ley lines say no. No more this and no more that, no more creativity, no more monies, no. If the answer that you are looking for is yes, and the place where you make your home says no, perhaps if you are listening, you will pack your bags. If the ley lines where you are continue to ask of you that which you cannot give, then again, it is recommended that you pack your bags. So one must be in tune with one's environment, both inner and outer. The meridians of the body match a line to the meridians, the ley lines of where one's lived. And it is either a good match or not a good match. And it is rarely a good match lifelong. So it is well to take all of this into consideration in choosing where one lives, how one lives. And the ley lines can be different neighborhood by neighborhood. So it is not simply that of a great city that one must shift or change. Amazing changes come from those that make the smallest shifts. Whether it is in ideas, or creativity, or even how they hold the axis of their body. Whether they lean to the right, or the left, or the middle. All of these make grand and sweeping changes in one's life. Hi Gaia. Um, I was wondering what type of healing um, that I could learn in order to help others uh, shift their energy. And why must you learn it? And from whom would you learn it? Um, Have you found a teacher? No. (laughs) Have you found a teaching? Are you certain that there is one? Not everyone has a teacher or teachings. Some beings are born healers. They are born to discover what is natural of them. Right. Um, I just feel that I don't, or that I haven't been able to reach very many people in order to help them in their shift, or even to spark an interest in shifting. Very well. And why do you believe that a technique would make this difference? That seems to be the age, like technology age, the... Yes, but it is not your age. (laughs) How might you make a difference without looking for a technological technique solution? How might you make a difference in the lives of others? I guess by just talking to... Yes, and are you doing this? Yeah. Are you doing so clearly and loudly? No. (laughs) I have seen you. You whisper in the corners. (laughs) Confirmation. (laughs) That is how loud you must speak. You see, sweet, you heal by speaking the truth. You heal by speaking a greater truth than what others carry. But if you whisper that truth, then they will carry it as a whisper. It is not a technique. It is a truth beyond other truths. It is a wisdom beyond other wisdoms. And they are not all ready for it, not all wish to be healed but perhaps they will hear if you will speak the truth because it is the vibration that you will speak. This is your method of change, this time. If it is that you will dedicate yourself to a technique, you would just as well hide behind that technique and still you would not speak. This is your method then. Now, once it is that you are doing this consistently, other ideas of how to do it better, more creatively, will come to you. So let us be careful in how we answer your question. I do not say to you that there is nothing but speak that you are to do. But first you must become clear in your truth and that you are completely willing to share it, come what may. Then all the other forms of creativity that will enhance that will come to you. You will not go looking for them. They will come to you. Yes? yes. Indeed. Hi, Gaia. This is... Um all
2: my life i've been um really connected <laughs> to you um uh. you have been my you have been my rock literally um. I, um, there was a, a, rock from the, um, also I've been really drawn to Native, the Native culture, the Aboriginal culture. And in the Provincial Museum here in Edmonton, there's a meteorite that, uh, that is very important to the Native people. And I went to see it one time, and I was very drawn to it, and it was almost like it was, it was calling to me. And also, I have rocks all through my house. And and, um, anyway, um, I used to farm with my husband. uh, And I'm not anymore. We're going through a divorce. And um, I guess being it was part of the land, I just feel, I guess, I feel lost. And um, one time he asked me, he says, well, you really don't have any skills. Well, what are you going to do? And I said, yes, I do. I said, and it just came out like this. He goes, I'm an earth keeper. I'm the earth keeper. And, uh, and then, the, what does that mean? So I was just wondering <laughs> if you could fill me in.
0: <laughs> Very well. Would you like to feel Gaia's heart? Will you allow me to touch your heart? Yes, sweet. This is what Gaia's heart feels like. Close your eyes. A great big deep breath, a great big heave. Heave as Gaia would heave. Yes. What is an Earth Keeper? What is an Earth Keeper? you want me to tell you? Yes. (laughs) Yes. You will begin and I will continue. I guess I've always thought
2: of the Earth. I've always been a part of it. Um, I've been
0: very connected to the animals and nature. An Earth Keeper is one who holds some of the codes of the earth of what is considered sacred. This means that your beingness and your entire life is sacred. Not a moment, not a thought, Mm -hmm. not a tear spilled as now is not sacred. An earth keeper is one that holds the sacred codes of life. you have spent some of your lifetimes within the earth some of the cultures that make their home within the earth are also yours they are similar to the aboriginal cultures but not exactly you have lived with them and among them and at times in your dream state returned to them because they also hold the codes of that which is sacred these are also earth keepers Perhaps you have heard earlier how we have said that the earth cannot destroy itself and that there are codes and particles and places that no matter what could not destroy. There are also beings, sweet, that no matter what can cause no harm and no matter what are sacred to the earth. And you are one such being. That which you are is a sacred code to the earth. Your heart is also Gaia's heart, and Gaia's heart dwells within you. Yes? Shall we speak again later this evening, perhaps in your dream state? Sure. There are a great many travels and tales we could tell one another. Probably, yes. (laughs) Indeed.
2: Thank you. Gaia, I have for so long just loved waterfalls, and I cannot explain it, but I said that I'm often most happiest with just a rock and some water. So I'm wondering if Gaia has any. You are
0: much easier to please than most who are here. What is your question again, dear? say it again?
2: Uh, well, I, I know what my love is and I'm just wondering if Gaia has information for me to use with this.
0: Regarding waterfalls.
2: It's the flow of water, it, uh, it just soothes my soul and I like to share that with others.
0: It is not simply the flow of water. It is the element of water. Water is the element that brings life where you are concerned. For others where the element is air that brings life or breathes life. So for you it is life that breathes as water, the life aquatic. Your home seems to you very aligned with the waters of the earth but in truth your beingness is more aligned with other watery worlds in which you have made your home. Here upon the earth, one of the ways in which you make yourself comfortable is by acknowledging this element of water. Now, in years to come, beginning rather soon you will see that the quality of water will diminish yet again the water tables underneath and above the earth will shift there will be lands that have too much and those that have none at all and then you will feel as if you cannot breathe you will feel a tightness you will feel a constriction and you will go to the places of water in order to find peace when this happens and you go to these places Something will happen within you. Some knowledge, some memories will come to you. And you will know what next to do and how to do it. So you will pay attention when these moments come.
3: Gaia, since I was a little girl, I've had rather an odd thing. Well, I call it an odd thing. I don't know. Um, I've been able to pick, on, pick up people's emotions. As I get older, what this pity. happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, I just wonder what that is. Also, inconsistently, I know things that I have no reason to know. It's not consistent, but often it is very sharp and profound, especially if it has to do with life and death which is rather odd. What's the purpose of this?
0: Why is it so very odd?
3: Others feel it's odd. If Ah. I mention it to them, it's very peculiar. (laughs) Ah,
0: it is uncommon. It is not so very odd. It is a bit uncommon.
3: True. What is this? Why do I have this gift and where am I supposed to go with it?
0: It is a knowledge. It is a seeing. And I will say to you why. Because in another time, in another place, as we have described to others, in a time of great suffering, you asked yourself, how can I bear such suffering? And you did not wish to see it, and you did not wish to know it, so you closed yourself from it. You could have asked, how could I ease this suffering? But what you saw and the burdens were so very great that instead you said, how can I not participate in this and see this? You created a barrier and you shut yourself off from the suffering of others. So much so that in that life you became deaf that you could not hear, mute that you could not speak, and you made certain that you could be of no assistance to others and that you were detached from such suffering you simply could not bear it it was not that you were a difficult or unkind person you simply could not bear it once you had returned to your soul's state condition after the completion of that life looking back upon it you thought what a pity what a pity Look what I could have done. Instead of choosing to close, I could have made all more acute. And making all completely more acute, I could then be of benefit to others. I could ease, I could choose, I could speak, I could see. And so you willed yourself that in the next few lifetimes or so, that is what you would do. Here you are you have the ability to see the emotions of others, most often that which suffers them. Because most often it is that which is most blatantly clear. Now, what can you do with this based upon what I have told to you?
3: I'm not, I'm not really clear. Um, an example, um, a friend of mine is thousands of miles away and I feel something's very wrong for three days, I phone and find out what's going on. Her father committed suicide three days ago. How does that help me? That I knew that there was distress and trouble. I mean, I was there, I was compassionate for my friend, I felt terrible for the family, but how does this knowledge help? I don't understand.
0: What if it is not simply the knowledge that is of assistance, but the after the knowledge? in which you share compassion, just as you say. Why is the compassion not enough? You see, in the life that we described to you, this is the very reason why you closed yourself. Because you believed that to see and to know and to offer a kind word of compassion was not enough. I say to you that it is enough and that you will have this gift until it is enough until it is enough to know and to say, God bless you, dear one. I share what you share. Mm. It is enough.
3: Is there anything I should be doing differently?
0: Yes. Receive it more as a gift than you do now. You receive it somewhat as a burden, and you will not be relieved of it until it is seen as a gift. Mm. Okay,
3: thank you.
4: Good evening Good Eve <laughs> uh, I spoke to you last, I spoke to you last Monday and I asked you if you had a special gift for me and you said to me that I was a messenger that I would go home and I would sleep lightly and then to take my message to my friends. Uh, I slept very well. I've never had such a good sleep but I, didn't, I do not remember a single thing. Can you explain to me what happened? I didn't get it.
0: (laughs) And yet you slept much better.
4: Yes, I've been sleeping very well.
0: Indeed. Now, what if what you received for the time being is available to you in the sleep time? What if you sleep so well that a part of you is able to awaken, travel beyond the body, and share with others a message. What if it were that way? Well, Well, I did not say which side it would be on. (laughs) What if it were that way for now? What if you did not allow yourself to recall consciously because you would say to yourself, that could not have been it. That could not have been me. But in your sleep time, while your body rests, and while you sleep better than ever, what if good deeds and kind messages and compassionate moments come? What if, sweet, what if in a moment of sleep, so that your conscious mind is unaware of it, What if that which you truly are was able to travel to others where there are great tragedies and those that require assistance in crossing? What if you were to be assistance in this way? And what if your conscious sweet self that you are here could not bear to see such tragedy, such misfortune, such bloodshed, would you still be willing to be of service in this way?
5: No,
4: I because I did say, please do not scare me. Yes. Uh show me colors, maybe not. You know. So I yes, I was very precise and I did ask for a lot of protection.
0: Yes. Now, yes, why so. do you believe you asked for all this if there was a part of you that did not know <coughs> what it would be? Okay, so, so I understand that. It the question a, now is are you still willing to have this? It is not necessary and it will not always remain expressed in this way. But are you yet willing to allow it to continue this way and see what comes of it? Yes, very much. Indeed. Already you are protected. You are enhanced and you are supported in this endeavor. It will not always be the great and tragic moments that you are taken to. Think of it as a bit of groundwork first. You begin with the most dense realms and you work your way to the higher ones and you will receive assistance in all of this. When you find middle ground in it and not fear, then you will begin to remember your lucid dreams and a bit after that you will be able to call upon this gift at will, awake, asleep, or in what state of body you are. I did say to you, true dear, I do keep my promises. <laughs> Indeed. Mother are you taking notes? I did not mean to startle you. Some are they publishable?
1: Mother Gaia, as you come here this evening, I see you have brought many with you. One speaks to me. One adds words to your sentences and speaks to me between your sentences. Could you tell me who this entity is and from where it comes?
0: No. Will you? It does come to you after all. If you have that which is to speak, then speak. Do not ask Gaia to speak for that which you know. Choose the empowerment that comes to you and offer that which is. And must you know this in order to know wisdom? Well. Very well. What is it that you hear? Speak true now. Close eyes. I hear words, words. Very well. Speak the words of wisdom that you hear. Is there are more?
1: Probably a lot more, but right
0: now. <laughs> yes, because there is an anvil upon your heart now, yes?
1: There's a wall.
0: That which speaks, speaks clearly. It is the message that matters now. It is not who it is that matters now. That which speaks does not wish to be boxed into a category just as you would not be boxed into one alignment alone without choice. Begin to speak that which you hear and clearly, and more will come and then will come a name and an alignment and such. If wisdom comes to you, do not ask another to define what is the wisdom. It comes to you, claim the wisdom. And it is nigh time to do this, dear. The wall is down already. There is no wall. Simply a bit of resistance residue and that is all. If you are called upon to be a messenger, deliver the message. If it belongs to another, you give it to them. If it belongs to all, you give it to all. It is all that you are asked to do and you can do this. Hello Gaia. Good Eve. Good
6: Eve. You mentioned that mother, son, and daughter to discard any interest in completing any, do you mean in all relationships to transition to 5D? Or the fifth dimension?
0: Where are you? Stand. State the question again.
6: You mentioned earlier that to transition to the fifth dimension that we must discard any interest in completing um, familial relationships, like mother to daughter, mother to son?
0: Not necessarily in completing. What must be not baggage, what you would term? One cannot carry the burdens of another into the next dimension. On the third dimension, if you do not complete your life tasks, or if you create burden, karmic relationship, what it would be, you will carry this to the next life. In the fifth dimension, this cannot be. Therefore, all of those relationships that are in need of cleansing or unburdening or like that, unbuttoning, what you would term it, these must be completed in the third dimension. Some beings will say, well, I will go to the fifth, but only if all these family members can go. Well, if the others wish not to go or have not unbuttoned their burdens, the one will not go. So there must be clarity of purpose, and that is what this time frame here is about. Between now and the years 2025 approximately, there will be a great many changes in terms of relationships. So would the 3D transitions be primarily in death? Not necessarily, but there are some that will choose that so that they do not need to resolve, or in some cases they will choose this in order to allow one that they are aligned with or tied to, allow them to move forward. Not in terms of sacrifice, simply in terms of choice, just choice. Does this concern you? It's been a curiosity just a curiosity. We have many curious individuals here.
6: Gaia, I'm honored to be here in your presence. I have one quick question. There is...
0: The bathroom is down the hall. (laughs) No need To the left, they said.
6: Thank you. There are many autistic children now coming on earth, and there seems to be many different myths, many different, um, no one seems to know why, and I would like you to address, if you can, uh, define autism.
0: And which of the myths do you subscribe to?
6: That's a good question. I'm not certain. I've been working with families as such. This is something that has come up recently for me. Indigo children have been labeled indigo children. The new energies of the children coming, being born at this time. And I guess I would just like to hear what your reply is on that.
0: Very well. The current form of autism The newer form of autism is that which is completely incompatible with all that is becoming and with all that is leaving. Imagine that the beings that are born into this form do not belong to the third dimensional functions, cannot attain or embrace the fifth dimension. They are in between the two realms. Currently, here we are in the third dimension, and I have said we cannot completely move to the fifth dimension. What happens to the beings that are born during this time? Completely incompatible. This is where they are, in a gap, (coughs) as if in the void. When humanity moves completely into the fifth dimension, many of these will be healed. For then there will not be as much straddling. They will make many improvements. And there are those that will not. Now, even to all those that you see, there is purpose to this as well. It is the choice of those that are born. The soul understands what is taking place. The personality and those that interact with it do not. But the soul has chosen this experience. For the soul it is as if a grand experiment, not this and not that and not responsibility and in the body or not in the body you see for the soul it is a grand experiment and yet it is difficult for those so it will be this way for a time longer now in the meantime yes it will be attributed to this toxicity and to that allergen and to the decisions of others and to the drugs of the mothers and the fathers and all such as this A minute amount of this will be fact. A minute amount of the crib deaths can be attributable to something such as this. For the most part, they are beings that withdraw from the body. It seemed as a good idea, it is not in truth, to withdraw from the body. The body until age two or three. It is a choice whether the soul will remain in that body. Those that are born into autism have a choice at any time that they will choose to move into the third dimension, the fifth dimension, to heal or to withdraw from the body because it is a challenge after all. So there are many more allowances made for these choices. For instance when you came into your body the choice was if you will take this assignment we will say and take it beyond this age or that place you commit to completing it The artistic ones have no need to complete it was for the experience and the experience alone they may advance or withdraw at any time of their choosing Understand?
1: Gaea, do we have time for two small questions or short oh, questions?
0: very well. Is it time to close? Guy? Okay, I feel very privileged to be
4: in your presence. I met you in, at Mount Shasta. I work with drug abuse. Being my choice. I find that most weeks and most days... I uh, can leave that energy and go home and let it go. But there's certain days and certain evenings that I bring it home with me. Have you got any type of answer or method that I might be able to let it go and just be?
0: Yes, it is a rather simple one. There are days when you go to your work and you unzip your jacket and take it off, energetically speaking. And at the end of the day, you put back on the same jacket and zip it up, and go home. There are days where you begin your day just the same way. You come to your work, unzip the jacket, and go to the work. At the end of the day, you forget to take the jacket put it back on and zip it up energetically speaking you leave all of your fields open and then you take it home with you then you are at work at work and at work at home and at work in dream state until you do the same process so you must remember it is not a process of discarding energy and great protection it is simply Now I give myself completely to this. Now I take that energy back and I give it here. It is no less of a gift to take it back for a number of hours and use it for yourself. You would find that it is greatly recharged in the process. Can you imagine if the channel were to then not leave Gaia go to be Gaia? Gaia cannot be completely in the channel then, and the channel would be unwell. So the same would be true of you. Would you choose to be unwell in the process? No. Then make the choice then to be whole and complete in all of your endeavors. Thank you very much. I understand.
2: Hello, Gaia. My 16-year-old daughter is a warrior indigo to the core and she experiences conflict in every single aspect of her life. I'm just wondering as her mother what I can do to help make it a little easier on her.
0: It will not become easier yet for a number of years. It is the time of being the warrior. But after a time the warrior will tire of the weapons and the warrior will tire of the war and it will become the peaceful warrior. But not for a time. There is energy yet to be burned within this one. And until such time, so it will be. So it is for many of the indigos. The indigos do not begin to settle into their lives until they are approximately 24. More's the pity for you, indeed. So the answer that you were looking for was not particularly for the daughter, but for yourself it will ease, it will get progressively better the more that they understand who they are. Now truly, if you wish to be of assistance to this one, the more that you can do, share this one, who and what she is. You are a warrior, dear, and the world is changing, and you have come forth to the world as it is now in order to change it and the world may come very close to destroying itself and you will be part of that knowledge. And you have come more aware than what others could hope to be. And you are of a very small and special percentage of being. And you are charged with a very difficult task. And so it is obvious that you will rebel of it for the time. And then you will find that your heart will continue to open and you will find more acceptance for others than you do now and when it does you will see that others will find more acceptance for you and it will be a new and different world but you must be a part of it as you are now the peaceful warrior it is her way, but she must discover her way in this be her guide, then
2: excuse me, the ETs that have been coming to me are you
0: going to read that entire page? no, I'm not
2: (laughs) But I am going to write about you in my magazine uh, the e t s that have been coming uh, to me and to the farm uh, and also through the dreams have really slowed down now. Uh, have they left, or is it just because i 've been uh, too busy attending so many of my uh, relatives funerals <laughs> i 've had i 've had six in the last uh, Three months.
0: Yes, I know. They have not left, sweet. They have given you a bit of time so that you could hear clearly. They will return, and they will return a bit differently for as you remake yourself, they will also remake themselves in their image to you and in their message to you. You may find that those extraterrestrial natures are a bit different. You may find that you hear and see and respond a bit different. It's not truly a withdrawal. There's more of regrouping, reorganizing, and then a coming forth again. You will welcome them, yes? Yes. Indeed. Thank you. Shall we bring closure to the evening? Well, then, we must. Well, I help Okay.
5: I was wondering if it's okay or... I was wondering if it's okay or... Ah, I guess it's okay because I still do it. Okay. If you can help me in a way in which I would like to create portals in my home to be able to talk with you, share with you, And have you also not stop people from coming in, but have a protection of my home and my family? I don't know how, I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs)
0: Let (sighs) us try it again then. Okay. Very gently, let us see. see.
5: Does it hurt you to create for me to create or try to create a portal of energy coming from you and your spirit in my home. Can what I What
0: would that? the portal of energy look like and feel like? Is it with you here now? Actually,
5: no. I'm leaving it at home. Actually, there's two I know
0: of, but Ah, so they are already there. Yes.
5: Ah. So you do not require my assistance no. in creating them? I'm just hoping that I just want to make sure that it's okay, now that I can ask you.
0: Now that you have done it already, you, now well, you wish to know if it was <laughs> all right. I, well, if it, if,
5: it, if it was wrong, I would close it, or something.
0: <laughs> Has it occurred to you that it might be you that is the portal and not the home? Hmm. That's interesting. Has it occurred to you that it might be you that is the home's protection? Has it occurred to you that you do not require any other's permission to create what is already there and already right with you in your world? Okay. Okay. with the permission thing and the parents, I don't know. It is not okay and I will say to you what is the permission. Okay. There is a place at which either a child or an adolescent becomes an adult. There is a time and a place at which a being becomes of their own beingness. If you like you may term it spiritual adulthood. Or you may simply say the I am that already knows. This is the invitation now. Another cannot say to you what to do or not do in your home or your being or your truth, not Gaia, not any other being. What you need is your own permission to be greater, more knowledgeable and more wise than what you have allowed yourself to be thus far. Are you a wise being? Yes. You carry wisdom well, responsibly.
5: I don't know I have it. I've never been taught. Yes
0: or no? Yes. I need a kick in the ass sometimes. It is that simple, truly it is. Mm -hmm. The portal in your home, however many there are, are there of benefit and to bring wholeness and joy in communication, yes or no? Yes. Indeed. Some people
5: get headaches when they're in the home. So be it. <laughs> um. I've also seen a golden door that it's huge. It's like an Atlantean door, and it's golden, and it's inscribed with words and symbols, and, and I've Been asked to open it and I was scared and I didn't. I know where it is on you or in you or somewhere by you. I was just wondering if you know if it's safe for me to open the door. Again, I'm asking permission. Okay.
0: I will tell you where the door leads to and you will open it when you are quite ready. The door leads to something that looks like an antechamber. Mm. Something that looks somewhat as if an old fashioned throne room. Mm. Something that is bejeweled. Something that has a seat of power that belongs to you. Mm. When you feel sufficiently able, you will open the door and seat in your own seat of power. You have not yet given yourself your own permission to your own door, to your own chair but another cannot give it to you and in this case you are the only one that can open it but there it is, I to you what is behind that door yes?
5: mm-hmm
0: thank you so it is that perhaps we will bring a gentle close to the eve the time that comes can be an expansive time. It is a time in which they will say this is destroyed and the other collapses and your language is not sufficient to truly describe. When a child is born, all that is within the womb also collapses so that the child can be birthed into its next form. And then all must be cut away from it separated from it, so it can begin life anew. And it is by choice. This is the time that humanity has already entered. It is a time of choice. In order to create the new, some of the old (coughs) must be destroyed. In order to know the future, some of the past must be explored. In order to see through the next dimension, some of this dimension must be discarded, transformed. And the solutions are already within you, all of them, not part of them, all of them. If you personally do not know them, your neighbor might, the next generation will, There is assistance, there is knowledge, there is guidance, there is truth. And all of this comes as support. There is not a moment that is unsupported. There is not a moment that is unguided. All is perfect. The universe is not a haphazard universe. The laws of the universe apply to all beings, to all things, to all dimensions, to all truths. They do not apply to one and to the other. That being said, you personally may not be the one to see the transformation of all systems or justice be done to all beings. It is a perfect universe. It is a perfect plan of unfoldment. It is perfect evolution. And it is a divine heart that is birthing itself. We will speak more tomorrow then. I do give my thanks for your presence. If you've enjoyed this experience, I'd like to invite you to visit my website, pepperlewis.com Thank you for listening to Gaia's Voice.